got some weird news. Um, I'm going to be doing performances of my poems. I don't know how that will work. But um, a Australian comedian, Lawrence Mooney, started following me and his manager got in touch with me and um, said, do you want to perform? And I was thinking about it because doing the videos, I thought, ah... people are asking me like when where can i see this and i was like oh shit okay cool (laughs) i'll give it a go um yeah it's it's weird i've got to try it i'll i'll probably shit my pants the first time i do it and if i do it again of course i'll just keep shitting my pants but it's it's a way of it's it's a whole it's a weird new career out of nowhere um I remember when I was working in this corporate job, they gave me a, they said, do you want to be a creative director? We'll, we'll train you up to be a creative director. Um, and I said, I pretended to think about it for a day and then said, because I, I didn't want to be managed out of the job because if you say no, if you turn down things at a job, they basically... It's basically, yeah, you're not, you don't even want to be here. You're just cruising along, which I kind of was. Um, and I turned, yeah, I turned down that job and I felt like it was a massive, it's like a fork in the road in terms of career. Is because I wanted to, I wanted to just save my energy. Of course, I'd be paid a bit more, but I'd take on shitloads more responsibility and stress. And then I wouldn't be able to write my shit at night. And that this is ten almost, yeah, ten years ago today. I turned down that job um, that would have looked all cool and shit on my resume and stuff, a creative director. But I turned it down because I wanted to make my own stuff. And now, ten years later, I'm being asked, "This is another fork in the road. This is the fork in the road that I was kind of waiting for, but I didn't know this was the fork in the road I was waiting for." So ten years later, um about to do a a job that I would never have thought I would have done in my life after when I was 18 and I didn't even want to present my essay at uni and halfway through the class I walked out um, because I hated, I was shaking so much and um, I left and I didn't, I vowed that day I'd never do public speaking again and then five years ago first release of my book I I'd had to I've I thought I have to fucking do this public speaking I have to talk in front of a crowd and introduce this book and read some poems from it and I did it and I was actually some friends said it's like you've been doing that your whole life people were laughing oh, I was good at it I don't all I don't know it worked um and I thought that was that was kind of really thrilling. Like I was I was really nervous before and thinking, I don't know, what am I doing? I vowed never I'd do this I'd never to do this shit again. And I'm doing it because I knew that this is what I loved. This is and this is sort of a semi part of the deal of writing books and having thoughts that sometimes you've you've gotta um as as the tradition of poetry is it's an oral tradition and and yeah, it's telling stories not just on the page. Um, and so, yeah, this weird new career thing, um, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to be talking to the 
the promoter in the next week or so and yeah set up some performance things um and just try it so this is such a dumb dumbass podcast episode but it's it if it, yeah it's a weird it's 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 like a a weird career thing that i never would have expected i would, 20-year-old Darby who, who walked out of um, class at uni and didn't want to do the presentation would be going, what the fuck are you doing to 48-year-old Darby? <laughs> I'm just like, this is, it's so weird. And I, I remember when I did the book presentation, book, when I read, uh, when I did the, um, my book launch at Readings in St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia, I, I was, it was... I was kind of ecstatic how well it went and it was thrilling feeling that the audience laugh at stuff and on that weird journey-ish thing with me while I was, while I was talking shit and, and, and I loved that. I loved how it was, how media, immediate it was and not like social media where there's this, it's this weird kind of, just the reactions, they're real but they also feel there's a hollowness to it um, even though I know they're they're real. If I'd taken that creative director role in that corporate job, both my mum and dad would have been really happy. They, I probably would have been overseas more. I would have. I would have had a whole probably different life. I reckon. I reckon so many things would be different. Um, and I don't know if it's the wrong or the right decision, but. My gut felt it was the wrong decision, and I've just always stu- stupidly lived by my gut, and sometimes not so stupidly. Like, I feel like these days you need to live by your gut more than ever now that the once trusted people of our society are now mostly bureaucrats. That's a whole other story. It's weird because I was brought up in an era when you were told not to follow your dreams, and you were you were kind of. It was very, it was probably more a conservative approach to living life. There's a template that's laid out for you, and this is how you, this is how you're supposed to do it. Um, here's the steps. And these days, in the last ten, fifteen years, it's it's almost the opposite. It's all about follow your dreams. Do do you you do you you be weird. Um, it's almost that's become the popular weird mindset, and so. I was following my dreams, like when it wasn't cool to follow your dreams, when you you did what you were supposed to do, and now I'm still doing it during this the populist time of following your dreams, and part of me is almost um, like, oh yuck, follow your dreams. I don't want to do that shit, <laughs> even though I've been doing it for forty years or something. But it's and but there is almost a danger to following your dreams too which hasn't it just it's not talked about it's almost like one end of the culture to the other there's a seesaw and it goes around in circles the left becomes the right and the right becomes the left and it happens again and again and joseph campbell a mythologist and he became quite he was always already famous in the 60s and the 70s and he inspired star wars and george lucas and the 80s he became quite um popular in later in his late life i think he must have been early 80s at the time and he was talking about following your bliss which is also kind of a following your dreams and that was kind of 
almost a revolutionary and almost in the face of the established protocol of cultural protocol of how people do things but now with now yeah it really is it's full full blown everyone follow your dreams you can do it there's social media you can make you can make it happen and now there's yeah there's a weird reluctance there's a weird guilt or something in me where i'm going but i'm now i'm following my dreams and it's cool too i don't i don't like that anymore (laughs) there's always a weird contrarian in me who just wants to willfully go against whatever the popular thing is to do, which is a bit try hard, but I will. But um, I'm still doing it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that that fork in the road happened to me 15, oh, 10 years ago. It's, it's pretty much 10 years ago this year. Yeah, 2014, where I where I could take that, take that money and that responsibility and that thing to put on my resume in my mid thirties where I would have kind of made, made a career. I would have, I would have kind of made it in some kind of form or another. But now if I'd done that 10 years later, I would be the washed up old thing and there'd be the new people in their thirties who are all getting that same opportunity. Now I feel like in corporate, corporate land which I got out of it was good to pay off my, my shitty student debt at uni, at university um but yeah it took me 20 years to pay off an arts degree and so I had no money forever um it helped me pay off that but I'm thankful I didn't take it because I'd be I think now I'd be washed up burnt out in my late 40s and wondering how how the fuck to start life again in a way instead I just just kept just kept doing my bullshit following my bliss and and just and just seeing what happened I I had to try it I didn't know I had to try it